0: welcome back to another episode of Les Real Podcast. I must say, this is a very special episode, very very special indeed. Um, we are we have our uh, honorary member. I, I must say at this point, you know, Steve back in the building. Um, it's been over a year, I think, or almost a year, um, since his very uh, presence, you know, graced our, our podcast and uh, kind of you know made it special. And we had. We actually had this bonding from right there and then. Um, I don't know what clicked, what happened, but it was truly something special. And yeah, without further ado, Steve, I'm going to come to you and ask you, how are you doing? How are you feeling? And is it really true when you mentioned it to me that when you came on a podcast and actually did the preview with us, that was really one of the best um, podcasts you have done in your life?
1: Yeah. No, I'm listen, I'm, I'm glad to be back. Um, no, I was telling the truth. I, I don't know what it was. It was, a, It was a, I just enjoyed myself. You know, sometimes I go on these shows and you have to feel like you have to um, get your armour ready for defence and, and, and maybe you <laughs> get a bit prickly in that. But I just felt that, you know, you guys were just genuine guys and you wanted to talk about football. And, and I'm a football man and... and and I really enjoyed it. And and a few of my um, followers who followed me from day one also sent me a message and said, really enjoyed the podcast in Real Madrid, lads. I really enjoyed it. And that's why I've always said to, 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 to the guests who you've tried to get on, look, go on that podcast, go and enjoy yourself. And um, these lads know what they're talking about football-wise. And, and, and yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it, mate. That's why I'm here again. Ready to go. Very high praise,
0: right? Very high praise. It it absolutely is. Um, Before before we go on to the rest of the panel, I would also like to remind uh, our our listeners, the amount of times that I text Steve on a month-to-month basis is mad. Because if it was anyone else, they would have just flipped and said, you know what, I don't have time for this. But Steve always finds time for me, no matter where, no matter when, no matter what the reason is. And, uh, yeah, man forever, grateful for all the all the brotherly love and support that you have shown to us from day one. And also, I would like to remind the listeners that this man is actually the real community man. It's not Grizz. Grizz is the fake community man. You know, Steve is the actual community man. He actually bought us together as well. He was one of the biggest reasons we are back seeing hokey after a short hiatus you know we put our differ- differences to the side and we actually you know got back together so yeah steve is also a big reason why um so many great things have happened uh, to this podcast man on that note hokey welcome back again it's been yeah. a while it's been a while caught up in life caught up in stuff how has it been you know
2: yeah, I know it, it, it. It's been great to back. Great to be back, right? Because you know, it's been a while since we did the podcast together, and you know, I missed doing this podcast when I was on online. So you know, I'm back here. When you guys reached out to me, you and Farooq, like I was just waiting for the call.
3: You know,
0: that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Steve. Steve made it happen. I'll. I'll just say that. But yeah, man. Farooq, how are you feeling?
3: Yeah, man. I mean, <clears throat> what else can you say, man? I mean, as you said, man, big Steve in the building, and you know, Mo is back as also. It's. It's you know. It's just, I don't know, the, I don't let me not use that word, but it's going to be, you know, 18 plus. But I mean, it's just I'm ecstatic, you
0: know. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Right, Steve. So um, I had this notion that last year's preview was a little too friendly. We were kind of getting to know each other. But now since we are like family almost, I must stress family, this might be a little more spicy. And Steve, you know how much we love you, right? So whatever I say from here on in must be strictly uh, considered within the realms of this podcast, you know? So, no yeah, <laughs> so, um, the leader of the sharks, Aquaman, whatever you know, um, you have been doing your thing, you have been intimidating people, you know, like talking, talking your talk on on AFTV, uh, on, on the big six, whenever you come on, yeah, you've been doing your rounds ever since, you know, the February uh tie against Arsenal. Last year, it was Liverpool, the year before, it was Liverpool. Liverpool, the juggernaut, is finished. We finished them off, you know, uh, back in the round of 16. You were pretty happy about it. I'm I'm sure that, you know, um, you were happy about us winning it rather than them uh, as well. Uh, last year, you told uh, it to me. But tell me about City, Steve. No matter who the opponent is that you come up against, especially in the league title, you guys have a knack for winning it and leading it and chasing whoever who leads down, you know?
1: Yeah, we, we we just... Obviously, Pep Guardiola, big credit to Pep. He always keeps the team hungry and fresh. I don't know how he manages to keep a team who win the league consistently always hungry, but he does. This season, he had a big problem. Um, well, it was a nice problem. We had Erling Haaland problem where we had to fit him mm-hmm. in the team. Um, during the season, he tinkered with it a little bit. We fell behind Arsenal. We wasn't looking as ruthless as we have been. But listen, Man City is, as a club, we know what we we need to do. And we know that when we get to that last 10 games of the season, we need to be right on the tail. And if we can get on the tail, the pressure gets that intense. If we can crank it up as fans, like I'm doing, and Pep cranks it up on the pitch, we just get the job done. So it was a matter of making sure we were there or thereabouts. Um big Erling has had the most unbelievable season you can ever imagine from a from a, a new sign-in at twenty-two to come to the Premier League and and we beat the record and all the top names that have played in the Premier League don't get near him. He's been fantastic. We're playing with a flat back four of all centre backs, so no full backs are all centre backs. John Stone's going into midfield. So Pep's gotta take the credit for this season and the way we're going at the minute. Um, I'm going to take the credit for the sharks and, and intimidating <laughs> Arsenal, so I'm taking the credit for that. Um, no, we just we just we're, listen. You, you guys support Real Madrid. You're the same. You, you, you've done it in your league for years. You do it in Europe. It's different. We're just starting on our journey, and, and and we're just domestically. We're starting to become ruthless and a machine. And our European adventures have have, have always ended in in, in, a, in a in a bad way. So. This season it won't end in a bad way. This season I'm here, I'm ready for it, i we're ready to go, man.
0: Right. Um.
1: If I might on, say, someone... you know,
2: if I might say, I, I although I disagree on the you know European season thing a bit, but I guess we we all have to admire how City have you know ch- chased down teams you know over the years. It's not just this season; they even did their last season, and I guess they've been winning like this with be fourth title in five years or something. This will be yeah. five and six. Five and six. Oh, you, wow. you see, so that consistency and that ability to chase down teams, I think that has to be something that you know you just marvel at because uh, that's not something I see from every team. You know, most teams would uh, crumble under the it's pressure. A, it's a mentality.
1: It's a mentality thing. And 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 you spoke about Liverpool before. Liverpool finished the season with ninety-seven points the other year and it came second. They lost one game, came second. That tells you the levels that Manchester City are taking these title races to, and. I think this season's Liverpool team, I think they had the hearts and soul destroyed by Pep Guardiola and the team last year. I believe that they they looked at it and thought, no matter what we do this season, we can't get past them. They're just relentless. And I think that what you did to us in the Champions League hurt us this season early doors. I think we were still having a... a, a we're feeling sorry for ourselves a little bit about it. You know, because I'm not being funny. What happened at the Bow? What happened at the Etihad? We won the game at the Etihad and we left the door open. We should have finished you off. But we had Gabriel Jesus, uh, Raheem Sterling, people like this missing chances. We could have gone to the Bow 6-3. With a better lead. With a better lead. I still remember. And then, like, and, and then you think on. to yourself, you've got a chance. Well, we went there. We played superbly well. Um, but the second Kyle Walker goes off injured, it's game over when fernandinho's got to come on against vinicius we needed to hold on we didn't quite have the experience to do it and then i was with my friend daps uh, uh, do you know daps the other podcaster and when real madrid scored that goal late on there's something happened in that stadium that i've only ever seen happen one other place in, in anfield where it it People don't associate Real Madrid fans as intimidating and as like I don't hostile necessarily, yes. yes. But I tell you what, I've got goosebumps now on my arm. Look at me and my ears are standing up on my arm, see? Because I'm talking about it, yeah. It went off, mate. And um, and I mean it went off in a mad way. And and it was just like that song that you guys sing. And then I knew then (laughs) I thought, shit. I thought we're in big trouble here now. We put this right up. And um and yeah. I, I say I said it to Chris Khan. with one minute to go, I was thinking about croissants and, 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 and coffee <laughs> under the Eiffel <laughs> Tower. With two minutes to go, I was thinking of Blackpool with a kid. So that's what Real Madrid can do. That's what Real Madrid can do to you, man, when you when you let them in like that. But yeah, since we're on uh, the topic, go on, go on, go
3: on. Uh, Yeah, actually, Steve, I just, want, I just want to ask you you know, a question, you know, being that uh, you've been you know, a fan forever and ever of City, you know, as you mentioned about this mentality, and you know, like, uh, actually, if can remember in the previous weeks also, you know, with the title race at Arsenal. So was actually saying like, you know, each of the past five, six years, they kind of seem like, you know, when a team is, chasing, when they're chasing a team or when the team is chasing them down, that's when they enjoy football the most, you know, you know, that that's, you know, when they actually come to the forefront. So I'm actually just wondering, you know, from a fan perspective, you know, like you've been there, you know, as you said, at Ellen Road, yeah, sorry, uh, at the old, you know, city uh, ground and, you know, till now so like how was that shaped shifted mentality for you as a fan like how how I don't know like how do you guys feel it's like, like
0: main, how do you guys live yeah
3: there
1: used,
0: yeah.
1: yeah. used to be a saying um, typical sitter so if anyone can mm. mess anything up or fuck anything up Manchester yeah I've heard City that a lot do it. Yeah,
0: you know, yeah. we,
1: we could be we could be looking like the best team in the world and decap and, and go down it's just it's been in Man City's history and the mentality was always that where it was always poor city, and we'll never do anything. And then when the the Shane Mansour came in, and 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 Guardiola, Mancini, and all that, changing the 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 narrative and the mentality to winning. We as fans had to realize that we had to change. We had to change our outlook. We can't keep thinking our oh, typical city because we want typical city. We were different, and especially me. Some city, some fans on rival channels say, "Oh, Big City's arrogant," and I say. I, I can't be arrogant in what I've watched. I'm not arrogant. I'm confident. There's a difference. I'm confident in this team. If if I can't go to a stadium anywhere in the world with Pep Guardiola as the manager, Kevin De Bruyne, Erling Haaland, Ruben Diaz, you know Riyad Mahrez, Jack Grealish, if no, I can't go, lot. if I can't go and, and and to a stadium and be confident in my team, then I might as well not go. <clears throat>
0: But on the on that note, Steve, very good point. I i can't fault you for that. Nobody's gonna fault you for that. But I, I guess people just find reasons to, you know, um just shit on people. I guess shit on people's yeah. people having a good time. But uh this 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 confidence. When I when I actually rewashed, I actually rewashed the second leg um last night. And um after Ben uh, Bernardo Silva uh no Mares actually puts you ahead uh in the second leg there was a sense of calmness and ease about the way how city dealt with it pep was extremely calm yes he was frustrated that you were kind of missing chances half chances uh, i must say but steve that is that confidence a bad thing as well in the context of last year's semi final since we didn't talk about it
1: i think i think what 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 happened to us last year is a learning curve and i think mm. we i don't say we needed it but I think mm. it's made us better. I think it's made us a better team because there's certain people now will think, hold on a minute, we can't let these guys off the hook. Mm. And we've got a striker now that he doesn't need seven chances. He needs one. It's in. Do you know what I mean? And that's the difference. If we create the chances, and people underestimate that the second leg is at the Etihad. They're so important. So important because the Etihad Stadium, I think we've gone 27 undefeated in the Undefeated, yeah. There. The crowd is getting right behind him. It's intimidating. Bayern Munich couldn't handle it. They didn't know what I did. And Leipzig came, got it for seven. Um, you know what I mean. So I think it helps us a bit that we can go to the Bernabeu now and say, right, let's. We've got Pep's got to make a decision. Do we go to the Bernabeu and try and go toe to toe and and go a bit gung ho and try and win, but we could get caught out, or do we go there and relax? And what I would do, I'd go to the Bernabeu, relax, and say to Real Madrid, right, you're at home, you come at us. And if you come at us, like what Arsenal did the other night at the Etihad, they came pressing like mad. You guys played through them. Edison did the long ball, Erling Haaland brought it down, Kevin De Bruyne, three touches in the back of the net. Bayern Munich, they pressed us like mad, three touches, John Stones, Kevin De Bruyne, Haaland net, three touches in the net. So, last season we couldn't play like that, this season, season we can. So, Real Madrid has also got an issue to think, hold on, if we go, Gung he might catch us on the counter-attack. So, going to be absolutely fascinating how City and Madrid line up on 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 Tuesday night and and, and how they're going to how they're going to do it. Because if if I'll be honest, if we win one nil there, or we draw, or we get beat one nil, I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that going to the Etihad Stadium because I think at the Etihad Stadium we can get the job done.
2: So then if I can say something, you know, just to just to highlight a point that Steve said, you know, it's a really good thing that, you know, uh, he pointed out that City have developed alternative tactics this season, you know, because they can defend deep and counterattack teams which is something, you know, attacking teams and quick transitions was something that City wasn't famous for and Guardiola wasn't famous for. And I think he has adapted to having Erling Haaland in his team, you know, at the beginning of the season, we were worried how Haaland was going to fit into Pep Guardiola's system. But right, right now, Pep Guardiola is adapting to Erling Haaland. But I think what something that cannot be ignored is the fact that Ancelotti is a wise, wily old fox. You know, he knows how to handle these things. And although City might come in, you know, sit deep, lay down the bait, but I think if one there's one manager in world football who wouldn't take the bait, it's Carlo Ancelotti because Ramad- <laughs> what City are doing right now is what Real Madrid have been doing for years. You know, sitting well, on, deep, and attacking that, teams in transition. And, on that
0: know, note, like I would, I would uh, cast our focus back to the 2014 semifinal against Bayern Munich. It was it was best first year i get it but still a one goal lead from the barn above i wasn't confident I, I was thinking we were going to get overrun you know um we, we 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 would have to just sit tight and and pray that Bayern uh, basically you know misses their chances and we can counter but what happened at the alliance arena was something historic we went we we actually went on to win 4 nil so carlo has done it before
2: and I, yeah, I think that's my something opinion. that you need to keep in mind is the fact that that Bayern team was the defending champions, right? And yeah. they came in with a lot of confidence. Not many people gave Real Madrid a chance. And, you know, at the Bernabeu, uh, it was the same dilemma, you know, whether Bayern is going to attack or Bayern is going to relax. Bayern attacked us. And we we sat back, we absorbed all the pressure, and, you know, we got one goal courtesy of Karim Benzema. So, and we took that one zero lead. And, you know, what happened at the Allianz Arena is, like, already history. So, you know, Expecting Real Madrid to attack uh, City might not be the might not be the way how this game plays out because I don't really think mm-hmm. Real Madrid's going to press at all.
0: Mm, yeah, yeah, more of the same from last year, I guess, because uh, we clearly know you know City are, are going to look to try to you know dominate possession and whatnot. But Steve, uh, coming back to City, this season has seen a, a lot of evolution in the way City kind of uh, goes about their things. I was very surprised that you guys sometimes deploy a, a three at the back or a five at the back. Mm-hmm. Like, tell us more about it, Steve. Like, did you find that intriguing?
1: Yeah. Well, what he tried to do is he's playing this inverted fullback, so the the, the right back will go into midfield when you've got the ball, mm-hmm. so you, it makes your midfield an extra man. And then when you haven't got the ball, he goes back to being fullback. Um, we had a young kid called Rico Lewis. He he, he adapted to the very role really player. well. Um, but Kyle Walker can't play that role. He can't play mm. that role, and Peps admitted it. John Stones can play it, but Kyle can't. And one thing you're gonna have, we're gonna need in this tie is Kyle Walker, a million percent. Because mm. when Kyle Walker was on the pitch against Real Madrid, then we, we looked comfortable and we looked Vinicius. like Vinicius couldn't yeah. get near him. But the second he went off, it was game over. So I do believe Kyle's going to play. We have also, we had Cancelo on the, on, on the fullback. By the time Cancelo was getting so far up the pitch with the ball, he had Jack Grealish in front of him. By the time he was releasing it to Jack Grealish, he was literally two yards from the edge of the box. Jack didn't have yeah. a lot of space to, to play. And, and and it was very, very, it it didn't work. Now that Cancelo's gone to Bayern, and Nathan Ake, who's not a fullback, he gets the ball, Nathan. He gets it down. It's simple. Sits, very simple. He it into Jack. Jack Grealish has got acres of space in front of him. He can take a touch. He can run at the full back, go left, go right. Made a massive difference. Bernardo Silva, the energy levels of Bernardo. He, I don't know if you've seen him against Bayern Munich. He was, he was unreal. We've got this link-up now with Kevin De Bruyne and Erling Haaland. Erling Haaland has improved as the season's gone on with his link-up play. They said he couldn't... He can't play and he doesn't get involved in the game. I that, don't understand, I
0: don't, Steve. I don't understand these British... Um, this, these English, not British, these English content creators, people who go on Sky Sports and whatnot, how they can say that Haaland is going to struggle to get 20 goals a season because he can't
1: basically link up. Because it's it, 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 what it is, is, Sinead, they're Manchester City. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to believe it. it. Manchester City this season, are the only team now that's getting judged by a treble. So, apparently, if we don't win the treble, which has only been done one in history in England, if we don't win a treble, it's been a bad season. we a load all the nonsense. And Erling Haaland, they said yesterday, yeah, he's broke the record, but if he played for Tottenham Hotspur, he wouldn't get 20 goals. And it's like, why are these people talking about that? Just say, well done, Erling Haaland. You've done a brilliant job. And you know what I mean? But listen, you know, we we don't listen to people that talk shit. We, we just we, this is why we're on a good podcast and we're talking football. But what you said is right. Pep's made a couple of little changes as the season's gone on and it's worked and it's got us in a good position. If we'd have had this conversation just after Christmas, I'd have been telling you that we wasn't firing on all cylinders and it was looking very Hurling yeah. Haaland was going 25 to 30 minutes in the game with not one touch. Mm. And yeah. And, and, yeah. and that was the problem. And also This is something you've got to think about. Thierry Henry did a a show on Sky, and he said, Erling Haaland's making these fantastic runs, and the fans are moaning when Rodri or Mahrez can't give him the ball. But Thierry Henry said, Erling Haaland has to learn which players can play which pass, because not every player can do a Kevin De Bruyne pass. So if Kevin De Bruyne gets the ball and Haaland runs anywhere, he knows Kevin will find him. If Rodri gets the ball, who's naturally defensive, he knows yeah. he has to come short because Rodri can't mm-hmm. find that pass. And that's what Erling's done. He's twigged it. If Mahrez gets the ball, don't run near post because he's going to come inside. If Jack gets the ball, go back post because he's going to go back. If, if Rodri if yes. gets it, go left, go right. And all of a sudden now, it's looking very very fluid at the top. But in the beginning of the season, middle of the season it started to look a little bit disjointed and then that's when people said Erling Haaland made us worse. Can you
0: believe mm. that? It's, 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 it's so nonsensical you know especially people who actually watch football say such crap but um it was all, always going to take a little bit of transition time you know basically coming into a team that played without a recognized number nine it was all, always going to take a little bit of time but Haaland has surely surely clicked and you know like the numbers here he has been actually putting up is this borderline um insane but Talk to me about Stones, Steve. Like, I remember last year, even, even even a couple of years back, people didn't really rave about John Stones and uh, his capability as an elite Premier League centre back or a Euro- European centre back. But how has he actually transformed
1: his role within the setup? I think a lot of it was to do with his personal life. I think in his personal life, he had a lot of issues. I think he'd split up with his wife and I don't think he was living the greatest life outside of the football pitch. Mm. And then I think he had an ultimatum. Basically, you knuckle down and you, you try and play for the best, te- the best team in Europe at the time, obviously obviously, yourself or City, or you, you you go and find another club. And I think he, he just knuckled down. I think Pep put his arm around him, talked him through it, and then all of a sudden, he's become like a cult hero at Manchester City. The fans sing his name, the king of the north, Johnny Stones. He can play centre-back, he can play right-back, he can play centre-midfield. Um, and yeah, it's a credit to, to the man. Uh, uh, instead of sulking and saying, oh, it didn't go well at me at Man City and I, and I don't really play every week, he, he thought, you know what, I'm going to give it my best and he deserves it. And at the minute, he, he, he's one of the best centre-backs, full-backs, DM midfielders in the world and, he, and he, he works well in our system.
0: 100%. Um Okay, on that note, yeah, like, I don't know if you have watched City enough, but um, Stones coming into midfield certainly adds a new dimension to City. And how do you think that we can actually diversify it a bit more? Or do you think that we are going to go back to the roots that actually won us the double last year?
2: For me personally, I I think uh, there's a good thing about uh, you know uh, Stones going into midfield it has revived the uh, you know an old tactic, is we call the WM formation, which I'm sure like everybody who's listening to it and you guys as well are like have probably heard about and read about. So the thing is like uh, Stone goes into midfield, does the job of an inverter fullback, and you know they they, yeah. they create overloads essentially to bypass the the opposition defense. But the thing here is interesting, right? Because this is something that isn't something uh, City is doing that is new for Mm Madrid, because Madrid have already faced faced this tactic because Barcelona play with something similar, especially under Xavi, right? And uh, under Guardiola as well. So we know how to break this tactic down. It's it's all about, you know, quick transitions, getting them, you know, taking advantage of their, when they're attacking us. And I think the role of Valverde would be very important because I think personally he should be starting and, you know, we should be having, playing with four midfielders, you know, to avoid these overloads that they might drag us into. And uh, City, when they transition, they have these five attackers attacking the box. So with Valverde around, we might uh, be able to even the numbers game. And then when we have Vinicius and Benzema up front, you know, playing the control deck, it's really tough to stop them. So I guess that's going to be key for Real Madrid.
0: Yeah, there you go, Steve. We might have answers that, that you never see coming, yeah. but... Um...
3: <laughs> but then, but then uh, so let me just, you know, interject with this question to Steve. Too. Like, you know, you actually mentioned about yeah. Kyle Walker at first, you know, and very valid point. Like, we watched the game, you know, for around, I think, 100 minutes and the tie or something like that. Kyle Walker had done a fantastic job on, on you know, on Vin. But right now, Veen is actually even arguably better. Not arguably, he's for sure better than he was last season, you understand. And honest to God, like, John Stones might be a fine footballer, a fine player, you know, understands the role of an inverted fullback and what is and what is not. But wouldn't you fancy your chances with Walker playing like by losing something tactically, you know, but gaining something physically? Because I think Walker might be just maybe alongside... uh, might be the only fullbacks that can actually hold up with Vini, you know, in world football. And I don't know, like, playing an inverted fullback against such a dangerous winger, isn't it a very risky thing to do, though?
1: Yeah, I don't think we'll play it. I I think Kyle Walker will play. I think we need Kyle for... Vinicius. I think if we stop Vinicius Junior, that's a big part of Real Madrid's armour that you, you're going to stop there. And I think that's what we need to do. And I think especially at the Bernabeu, then we we, we ex- probably expect you... Well, I expect you to have a little bit more of the ball than us. Um, and I expect Walker to play. And I think at the Bernabeu, we've just got to make sure we keep it tight, compact. I think we're still going to go for it. Like I think we do believe we can win there. But we're just going to go crazy, you know what I mean? If it gets to sixty-five, seventy minutes and it's at nil-nil, I think then Pep might think, you know what? Let's just keep it tight here, and 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 see how we go. And and I think if we come away, like I said, with a nil-nil, a one-nil win, a one-nil defeat, I think we'll be happy with that going to back to the Etihad.
0: It'll be it'll be super interesting to see how much they have. Uh, City actually has evolved in uh, in in terms of game management, especially. Uh, um, and, and the fashion uh, they went out last year would have would have definitely taught them a lesson or two. Um, but quickly, Steve, on the on the attacking uh, attacking front, we have Grealish, who has s- sometimes seen as a guy who couldn't live up to his expectations last year. You were very calm about the situation. So many City fans were, they were, you know, actually t- uh, telling us that you know it might take a little bit of time for him to actually get into. Uh, the starting 11 and establish themselves but this 22-23 season has seen Grealish in his best ever form um, if I'm not mistaken like what do you think it is attributed to like is it uh, more belief from the setup uh, that that caters to Grealish's strength or is it just uh, bedding in time
1: I think it's a couple of things. I think one is the bedding in. It took a year. I think Mm. to come and play in a Manchester City system under Guardiola is not as straightforward as what people think. We've seen a few players come and and struggle. Leroy Sane struggled for a year. Cancelo did. Uh, Rodri did. Um, So it's not... You know, we knew what... You know, the reason Pep kept playing him is because he, he knew he needed the time. And to come from Aston Villa to Manchester City where at Aston Villa you're a big fish in a small pond and everybody does everything you do. To come to Man City where you've got to dance to a different tune, you guys must get it all the time at Real Madrid. People come in signings and and, and the big in, in their own right, but they come to Real Madrid and it's like a bit daunting. And then this season, as the, 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 soon as Cancelo was out the side, I think Nathan Ake makes Jack Grealish a better player. And I think it just works. And Jack's confidence is sky high. He's, he's, he's leading a better life, I believe. I think he's uh, knocking about with Erling Haaland and he's he's eating cow meat and, and wearing orange sunglasses and going to bed early. So he's uh, he's learning, man. He's learning. So he's becoming a He's on the Harland. milk
0: cartons, if I'm he's not on mistaken. The milk with
1: cartons, yeah, and eating grass and whatever else he eat, them Norwegians. <laughs> he's doing all that. <laughs>
0: Right. Um. I, I. still remember, like in the second, like Grilish had like a couple of good chances. Like if not for Mendy, and and Debo, like we could have seen a very different outcome. Um. But fortunately for us, you know, the heritage gods. Steve, do you believe in the heritage gods?
1: When he Khan does, told right? me about when Bruce Khan told me about the heritage gods, I didn't believe it because Khan's from the ship. <laughs> But when you boys tell me about the heritage gods, I believe it because I've seen it with my own eyes.
0: <laughs> fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. See, that's a, that's a very humble thing, you know? Like, I don't think Steve can be this humble, you know, ever again. But, you know, um, we, have, we are fortunate to see it first. You've,
1: you've got to respect it. It's like, when I came out the ground, it kept us yeah. in for hours, man. And I, f- I came out the ground, I thought, at least there'll be nobody there. And then I can just go back to my hotel. And so I came out the ground. There were fucking thousands of Real Madrid fans waiting for us outside. All with horns and fireworks and all taking the piss and that. And I thought, well, this is (laughs) this is character building, man. It's character building. So I just took it on the chin. But this is why Big Steve's coming back, going to Madrid on something. Got (laughs) got the sharks with us and that, and we're, we're, we're ready to go, man. Fair, fair,
2: fair enough, man. Fair enough.
1: Um, you know, you got to admire the spirit. got to keep Absolutely. the spirits up, man. Yeah. Gotta, uh, we got we we are a good bunch, of Man City supporters. We 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 get a lot of stick, but we know we know we're we, we've got a special side, and we're enjoying it, man. You know what I mean? To come from where I came from, watching Man City and and in the second division, and was was tough to take at times. But you know, one day, I used to think one day maybe we'll, we'll get into Europe or we we'll do this, and and I'm on a fantastic journey, and. I say it to my missus all the time. She moans like, Oh, you go in there again. I've been to 50 games this. <laughs> I've been to 50 games this season, home and away in Europe. I've been to Seville, Copenhagen, Leipzig, Dortmund, Bayern Munich. I'm going to Madrid. It cost me a fortune. But I don't drink any alcohol anymore. I've not drank for three years. I'm living a clean life so that I can go and watch my football team all over the world and, and it's worth every sacrifice. That's right.
0: super surprising because I used to always think watching your stories, you know, Steve, that you used to be like I thought you were like super sloshed no, every now never, and then. But never. but but it's surprising that you know like no. you, you have uh, See, I, you have... I
1: get great, great fun in filming everybody who who is now slosh. It's great. Right, so right, years, right, right. You know, and then I get to put I get a lot of young lads that I have to put to bed, people that are fall asleep, people have lost the passport, people lost the money. I'm like the Manchester City man of the people. I'm there to help everyone out. <laughs> well, I wake up in Madrid and I'm, I'm I'm super fresh? I go and have a nice coffee in the square. I have a walk around the Bernabéu. I must walk around that Bernabéu hundred times. It's just a bit of a fascination with me. I like to have a, I like to feel it. You know what I mean? I like to feel the ground and see how it's how it's moving and that. And it's uh, yeah. Yeah, there it's might be some man. changes this time around. If you see yeah, this bald with the guy walking stuff. around the Etihad every day, walking around the turnabout the, the every day, it's not a weirdo, it's
0: just me. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, uh, I must uh, uh, I must actually ask you for a favour, yeah? Like, once mm. the Champions League anthem and, and the Real Metal anthem plays, if you can actually get us, like, uh, like a 30-second footage, you know, it'll be great. Um, I'll do it, mate.
1: Yeah, I'll film it for you, no problem.
0: Thank you so much, yeah. Just just something that uh, crossed my mind. I think I've mind. got it
1: on my phone from last year, but um, I'll find it for you.
0: Great, great, great. Um see,
1: this is how humble this guy is, you know.
2: Who? Steve.
1: Yeah, no problem, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, yeah, I'll help yeah. anyone out, man. You guys, I mean you where do you guys live? Are you far away? In yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I live in Canada. I live- yeah, uh, I live
2: in the US and Farouk is in, you know,
1: everywhere. <laughs> You're all over the place. You need to get to the burnabout one day. You need to get yeah. there, guys. That's the dream. Really, yeah. That's the
2: dream. Very
0: soon, yeah, very soon, especially
1: too. with the reconstruction of the new Bernabeu. There's a guy um, from the Chicago Manchester City supporters, and he flew to London mm. um for eight for eight hours to watch City v Arsenal. I met him there, and he, mm. he he had a backpack, and he flew from Chicago to London. He watched Man City Arsenal, then he went back to the airport, and he flew back to Chicago. Then he flew to Bayern Munich last game, and he's flying to Madrid. Um, next game, he works, for, he works for United Airlines, so he gets the flights for a For Fair play, man. Anyone that's flying from Chicago to London for eight hours Wait. and then going home he deserves respect.
2: <laughs> but honestly, for me, like it, it's, it's cheaper to actually go to Spain, watch Madrid, and come back rather than watching my local team play. So, there no, you go, wow. then. <laughs> The tickets here, I, I experts, wouldn't say too. that.
0: I wouldn't say that. Yeah, the 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 hassle is, is too much. But we'll get to a point somewhere where we, we are of the similar age of Steve. I don't know. I'm not going to go into Steve's age and ask him how old is he. But 41, oh, 41. Oh, <laughs> 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 so it's not far away. We are we are hitting 30s very soon, Steve. So yeah. you
1: know,
0: <laughs> like it's not it's not that far away. But uh, coming back to reality, uh, Steve, about about a kanji, like see, um. I've I've seen some dot one games and I've heard from some some uh, dot one fans that Akanji is nothing special. Like he was he was a steady Eddie guy, but yeah. in in the city system he seems to be thriving and in multiple positions as well. Like can, can you, you know, say like how if I may, fifteen million? Just say
2: this. Uh, Soon as this channeling his inner Graham you know, with the steady Eddies and stuff.
1: <laughs> steady Eddies, yeah. No, he's, my he's, bad. You, know, <laughs> you are right. He is a steady Eddie, and he's um. One thing with, with Akanji, he's had a fantastic season, brilliant, and um, 15 million euros, whatever it was, is a bargain. But I think Ruben, when he plays with Ruben Diaz, Ruben Diaz talks to him all game, pulls him in alongside him, tells him where he is on the field, lets him know. And and I think with, with Ruben, I think with Ruben telling him... What's that oh, someone it's drill, it, it.
0: yeah, someone drilling downstairs. Just give me a second, oh, my bad.
1: No, no, no worries. It's um so um I think with Ruben um he talks him through it a lot so um he he plays well I've seen him go centre back with John Stones a couple of times and Stones sort of just doesn't say much to him and he can get a bit lost so I just think it's a case of him he probably needed a fresh start from Dortmund he probably didn't expect to get a move to Man City he's got one so um yeah he's he, he's doing well Akanji's he's he's he surprised everybody. At, at, at City with this season you know that he's playing so yeah it's crazy I think you can you can never underrate you know the partner
2: the defensive partnership that happens around you know I think this, this is something we saw with uh, PK and uh, Carlos Piol as well you know when PK used to play with Piol he was a completely different defender as compared to when he plays without Piol you know Piol would just like keep his head in the game you know keep his concentration yeah. in. and I think uh, it's something similar with uh, Alava and Militao I think Farouk can talk more about it but you know uh, Militao when he's not playing <laughs> without Alhava is like a totally mm. different kettle of fish. You know, he's totally lost and I think actually even said it Uh, yeah, uh yeah, yeah. in the press after last game, you know, Militao needs to wake up. He's sleeping.
3: Well, actually, Steve, I actually have something about, you know, the whole Akenji situation. I I, I think we discussed it with Suneid a lot on either our post-games or whatever. I actually think the good thing about City is that I think it's not about the individual. Rather, it's I obviously like Ruben Diaz, you can say anything about Ruben Diaz, you understand? Well, you know, every year it's like, you know, there's always this hand City centre-back. But I kind of think, like, you know, it's more about the whole defensive shape, the whole system that City has, you know, as a team, rather than the individuals. Because with all due respect, I think, even if I were to throw, you know, I don't know. I, personally, I actually don't find either Stones or Ikea as, you know, phenomenal, you know, no. uh, defenders, you understand? Honestly, Stone is a fantastic footballer, but I don't think he's the best defender out there. But while he plays for City, you know, in that City setup, in that, you know, in the system that they employ, I think he's one of the best centre-backs, you know, as you said, either full-back, centre-back or, or defensive midfielder in the world. So, I think, I don't know, maybe you share the opinion now, but I think it's more about the system than the individual itself, honestly.
1: Yeah, definitely, no. It's definitely about the system, and I think it, it, it works. I think we've played with, with full-backs and overlapping full-backs before, and And we've we've had great success with it. But this season, he's changed it. It's a lot more um, defenders are there to defend. We're keeping a lot of clean sheets at the minute, you know, or conceding one. We're doing all right. So Ruben Diaz coming back was massive. He's a leader. He's a a, a talker. He really puts his body on the line for the club. He'll throw himself in front of shots and all that. He's a proper old-school centre-back. And um, he's been brilliant coming back. And, and, And like you say... The defensive unit he leads by example so Akanji's probably looking at him and thinking yeah because I remember Akanji playing for switzerland and and he got his move to Dortmund and I thought yeah he's a good player he's prospect and then he just went stale and then now he's gone to Man City and he's had a bit of a lift and and he's had a great season and, and, and listen he's played left back he's played centre back he's played right back so he's last season when we played you we were we were um, basically struggling. We had Emmerich Laporte playing with knee injections. We had Fernandinho, a 37-year-old, trying to play in defence. It wasn't good. So we needed a, a, we, um, a player like him to come in, and and, and and he did.
0: We spoiled Fernandinho's birthday, if I remember, for the second leg. It was his birthday when he came on. Yeah, well, Fernandinho yeah man, was, uh, Listen,
1: Fernandinho was, he tried his best, man. And, and and Listen, he tried his best. We did what we did. Uh, but we've got Emmerich Laporte there as well, doesn't play. Emirate Laporte's going to leave at the end of the season. His attitude uh, recently has been horrendous. He, uh, mm. I went to Fulham at weekend and the whole team came to the fans to clap. He walked off down the tunnel. Oh, wow. We, we we needed a left-back to play the other week when Aki got injured and he preferred a Kanji at left-back um, than, than um, Laporte. So, Laporte. Laporte, yeah. Laporte, Laporte, man, if you don't want to be a part of this team then, you know, no sad faces, like Pep says. Get knuckle down to the end of the season and leave. Simple as that. Don't don't start walking around with the attitude because it doesn't help anyone.
3: Yeah. Mm. yeah. But I mean, we, how, how much for
1: Ruben Diaz, though? Like, the man needs to win some Champions
3: so we need to, you know, get him in and, you know, pity his life and give him at least one or two of them, man.
1: We Listen, I tell you, I've, I've been saying it for a long time. If we win one, you know, it'll be like the number 28 bus. We'll be winning. Yeah, man, I three. mean... That's, you know,
3: as they said, man, like, the London bosses come in badges, bro, but before they come, you know, we become old <laughs> and hairs, so Ruben Diaz doesn't have that much time, man. He's a Miyamoto,
1: He's going to die eventually. So
3: just give him it's to it, us. You, and can't, can't,
1: you, can't, you can't bully us anymore, man. You can't bully us anymore. We've got more money than you. We've got more
0: money than you, no? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've always stated that, you know, like, fuck the oil clubs, but, you know, I love my brother Steve, but yeah man City had a problem City had a problem I've, I've said this even last year that you know like compared to PSG who is a fucking circus you know City actually makes good use of their money you know they they have it's crazy how, it's crazy mm-hmm.
1: how uh, people try and compare City and PSG in the same bracket they're completely different opposite ends of the scale one one <clears> club <throat> we was founded in 1894 yeah, they was founded City actually in has some history right yeah. the, the PSG fans are great 1970 I a lot of if I'm not mistaken
0: I yeah. yeah. We,
1: we 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 was um we was um we've got great supporters, they've got great supporters, but the way they've run the club, oh, we're going to pay 200 million for Neymar, we're going to get Mbappe, we're going to get uh, Sergio Ramos, we're going to get him, we're going to get him. It just looked like it was fantasy football over there. Manchester City's got a structure. We've got an academy yeah. that's <clears throat> turning out players. We've got 14, 15 teams in, around the world that we own on every continent now. We've got a big, successful machine running, and 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 um, now we've got the the cherry on the top with Erling Haaland, the superstar, the number nine, and um, yeah, we run different. They're rioting at the minute. They want Messi out of the club. They want Neymar out of the club. We're happy, man. We're happy, happy over it. Yeah,
3: man. I mean, yeah, that's they, that's, they, that's the thing. Honestly, it's so you know sad. Like for example, you know, Steve after the game against Arsenal, you know, the first things I so saw start to come out is that Old oh, City is an oil club. It has enormous unlimited resources. But man, like I mean we've seen this, you know, even I mean just look at London, like Chelsea's there and like with all yeah. the unlimited resources and where are they you have to give credit rates to like City has the resources.
1: Chelsea spent in one window exactly.
3: Exactly. Well if City has the resources, but hell no, hell like United had the resources with Sox, that's why he was winning. Real Madrid has the
1: resources. That's why we're winning. Bayern Munich literally buys players from every single team. But we, in we, what you see with Manchester City is we're not a selling club here. We don't sell players that are superstars. We they don't come and take them. Sergio Aguero signed for us and he said it will be a stepping stone. After two years, he will leave and go to Real Madrid or he'll go to Barcelona. He stayed for 10 years. Kevin De Bruyne, oh, yeah, well, he's the best midfielder in the world. He'll go Real Madrid. He's been here for nearly 10 years. Fernandinho stayed for 10 years. Yaya Torre, David Silva, you know, all these but players. But Erling Haaland yeah, would be different, Steve. Well, we, we, I, listen, I think so. if Erling, Erling <laughs> Haaland wins us the Champions League, yeah, and we sell him for 350 million in two years' time, good luck to Erling Haaland. He's done his job. <laughs> Can move on and we'll just find the next. We've got Alvarez waiting there. He only costs us 14 million. Do you think he's going to waste for two years? In fact, in fact, I wanted to talk to you boys because you know that guy that destroyed you the other night for Girona. You know he's one of our guys, (laughs) don't you? Castellanos, Castellanos? You know he's one of our boys, don't you? Yeah, New York City, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. 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 New York. I I told
0: you guys. I told you guys the repercussions of losing to fucking city light.
1: He came from the team <laughs> in uh, in Uruguay, I think, to New York, and then he's gone to Girona. But you know, we can get him if we want. We bring him in. We, we should have brought him in on a free transfer to play here and score four. But but, do you yeah, yeah.
2: do you think Alvarez is going to stay as long as you know for two years if Haaland is starting ahead of him?
1: No, yeah, I think. Listen, well, well, it depends. Alvarez is very young, and he's and and and, and City looking after the players, man. They're really looking after him. His f- whole family is here. Every time I go to an away game on the train, Alvarez's family—they can't speak any English. So they're all sat on the train with us. We're all singing songs. They're trying to join in. They're having the best time of their life, man. The son—the son's playing for one of the best teams in the world. He's won the World Cup, and he's—he's he's happy because Erling can take all the pressure, and just let—let's just let um Alvarez do his thing. He's had his first season. He scored fifteen goals, um, and then. Might come up with a system where they both play, so you know that, that's
0: that, that, that's my question that I want to post to you, uh, Steve. That I've seen them play together sometimes, yeah. yeah. Uh, Alvarez other is coming on in the second half and whatnot, and they seem to do quite well. Do you see that uh, as a uh, as an actuality, like going forward? Starting, yeah, together? I
1: think I think he played together on Saturday, they played together at Fulham. Alvarez scored a, a great goal at Fulham, a 20 30 yard one, but yeah, so yeah, Alvarez is just a young lad, he's very raw. His first touch sometimes can be a bit bit crazy and, and it gets him in trouble because his second touch ends a tackle. But I think playing, going to training every day, training with Kevin De Bruyne, training with Erling Haaland, training with Pep Guardiola can only make this kid better. And I think he's realising that. You know what I mean? He's from Argentina. He doesn't care about the weather. They're different from the South American um, mould. They, they, they mm. want to fight for every ball. He's aggressive. And um, he suits the Premier League, and his first season to get 15 goals, win the World Cup, His second, un- understood it's to Erling Haaland who's got 50 goals, is is, <laughs> is unbelievable. You know what I mean? It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah for that, me the
2: point would be you know uh, Real Madrid have been in this situation before because uh, like City, we take care of our players, right? Every player who absolutely, comes Red absolutely Red gets absolutely taken care of. But the fact is, like, there's a limit to how long you can keep players on the bench. I think the prime example of it would be uh, Mateo Kovacic, right? He waited yeah. three years, it didn't work out, he wasn't going to get a starting spot, so he left. So I guess this is something that you expect to happen now. How long Alvarez is okay playing second fiddle to Haaland is something that but I Alvarez probably... hasn't hit those heights yet. Okay. I mean know. Kovacic didn't either, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Yes. But yeah, so these guys point. want the spotlight. They want to be the starter somewhere, you know, at some mm. point in time. All right. This think, he I might think... not leave this season, but at the end of next season, if the situation is the same or Pep doesn't develop a system where both Haaland and uh, Alvarez are playing together. I think it might be a valid question. Either Haaland leaves or Alvarez leaves now. I have my doubts about Haaland leaving City because I think he's going to stay there for a while. But, you know, Alvarez, I think, might leave.
1: It depends what you um... what you want as well. There's certain players. I mean, Edin Dzeko was a prime example. Edin, Edin came in at City. He was brilliant. But he always wanted to be number one. But he never was number one. He could never accept that Sergio was number one. And Sergio was brilliant. And then Edin left and he's had a great career and he's a great striker. Gabriel Jesus, um, last season we sold him to Arsenal. And people say, why did you sell him to Arsenal? Well, the fact is, we won four Premier League titles and we didn't really play with a striker. He was never going to be an Aguero. And for me, he missed too many chances. He was a great player, but he missed too many chances. We've moved him on and we've brought in Erling Haaland, who scored 52 goals Gabriel Jesus scored 10 for Arsenal who were top, who were top of the league. So it's a great decision by City and Pep. We waited and waited till we got the right man. We didn't make a panic buy, fill the fill the, the, the squad up with, 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 with shit players who just got us over the line. We we persisted with a false nine, we won the league with it, and then now he's changed it. And now we've got the early news that he's an absolute superstar. And the Jesus wish him all the best. But we've gone up a level, we had Ineccio. Then we move to Jesus. Now we've gone from Jesus and we've moved it on to Erling Haaland. And there's nobody better than him in the number nine at the minute, obviously Benzema, but he's getting older.
2: I think something that Steve said resonated with me. He said they got the right people in, right? They they didn't just go and panic buy everybody on the yep. available in the market. I think that's something that Real Madrid fans need to keep in mind because there's a lot of you know chatter about you know getting a right winger. Just let's get somebody in, let's get somebody in, you know, somebody who can take players on and stuff like that. But I think the most important thing is getting the right people in. I think I've, have done that well. I've said that
0: on many many uh, post matches and previews. Uh, okay, um, you know, you look at United; I mean, they put, got a fucking
1: putting it on you, your guys now. Um, Barcelona w- w- want to win the league in your in your in Spain, yeah? They're fucking awful, man. Awful. Manchester United beat, and it's like yeah. I'm looking at your league and I'm thinking what's going on, and I'm thinking I'm I'm looking at it, I'm thinking, you know, Man United got beat off Seville, we beat Seville, you know, your league form. David Silva was pulling the strings the other night uh, for Sociedad, and I'm thinking, you know. I'm looking at it. I, I get the Real Madrid Champions League era is different. But let me tell you and I tell you that this Manchester City side 10 times better than Barcelona. I'm telling you now. And they're 10 times better That's than Man fight. United. And, 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 and if, you, if, you, if if Real Madrid turn up in, in that mode, then it could be bad. It
0: won't be that mode though, Steve. You saw that last year as well. I've you guys it, are I super that, confident. I'm just, that I'm just you, making you were... the
1: alternative that if a couple of your guys fall asleep and think, oh, Tony Man City will do these, then it might be Pete, man.
2: I think (laughs) think the most important thing to keep in mind here is that Real Madrid this season has been playing to the level of the opposition, right? Uh, Yeah. Okay. We always do, man. I I won't count too much on the game against La Real because, you know, it was like a past 11 and, you know, players playing. And you have to also keep in mind the fact that Real Madrid have been out of the league race since like February. So most of the guys, it's really a tough time, you know, motivating. Mentally checked out. half Half of them are missing. But I think mm. when it comes to city, there will be a whole different level of concentration. For me, the only worry would be, you know, Militao missing the first leg.
0: Yeah, that that is a big, big blow. <clears throat> Steve, you, your thoughts on Militao, man? Like, have you seen
1: much of him ever? I haven't seen much of him. I've, every time I've seen him, I, I I do like him. I do think he's a good player. You know what I mean? Um, it's is Modric not playing evil, Did somebody say or is he? No, dead? no, no.
0: He's he's gonna play. He's gonna play.
1: Right, well, so, I mean, listen, I know all about Real Madrid from from previous and we've just got to get the job done this time. We've had enough times to play Real Madrid. Last season was hard. i told you before, I'm still traumatised by it. Um, I was booking my flat in Paris and you ruined my holiday. But um, (laughs) you know what, though? I said to my friend last year that, you know, I don't think we was ready for it again. I know that sounds daft, but mm-hmm. I, I do believe that if we'd have beat you, a we, we, Liverpool might have beat us in the final. And then, really? I, yeah, I just I had that so. feeling. I had that feeling. But um, we're different this season. When I mean we're different, I'm telling you from a fan that watches them every week. I can feel it in my chest.
0: But, but Steve, but Steve, before 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 you go on, uh, isn't your flanks a, a slight? Uh, a slightly weak, somewhere we can capitalise on because I've seen City concede goals out wide.
1: Yeah. Um, well, you've got two centre-backs playing full-back. If, if you go mm. down Kyle Walker's side, I don't think you'll get any joy. I think Kyle will lock that off. Uh, the one you've got to try and expose would be Nathan Ake. I mean, mm. um, Kingsley Coleman for Bayern Munich got rounded his Yeah, his kingdom. Mm. His, his, his mm. hamstrings were going in the end. But, um, mm. I mean... Yeah, if I'm Ancelotti, I'm looking at that as the place where I need to go. If I'm Ancelotti, I'm swapping wings. I'm playing. I'm going to play Vinicius on the, on, on the, on the right, away from Kyle Walker, and just tell him to cut in. That's what I would do as a tactical thing. I'd, I'd throw it out there and say, look, start on the right, go at Nathan Ake, cut in. Because they can't change Kyle Walker's pace over there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'd do that. Uh, the midfield battle will be interesting because Rodri is very, very underrated. He's such a powerhouse in the midfield and he's a big part of what we do. And then you've obviously got Kevin, who's, you know, he, he's unbelievable. And, 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 he scored
0: and, in under 90 seconds, first leg last year.
1: Yeah, and this, and this, um, you know, he's playing this role at the minute where if City needs to go long, he, he's the man picking it up with Erling and linking well. So, yeah, it's going to be fascinating, man. I love it. Ancelotti knows what he's doing, he's a great manager. Pet. Has got to get us over the line this year, and uh, I'm just so excited for the game. man, just to get out there, get a bit of sun on me back, getting that play on my own square. All the city fans having a party and that, and then, uh, yeah, man, I'm excited.
0: My my biggest concern, Farouk, like you, you hear Steve, right? He's so much looking forward to it. But my only concern is is, is the fact that City can actually soak up and and hit on the counter as well. What I've seen from them this year. Is that going to be a problem? Is that going to be up? Uh, is that going to be us against our own um, basic, basically machine, or you know, basically, uh, you know, like more of tactics. Yeah, yeah. I
3: think I think the point is that I think CTR, uh, whether they like it or not, they're gonna ha- they're gonna be handed initiative. I think you know, as more you know said before, like so the thing is they're gonna be handed the initiative because Carlo isn't gonna do that. This is just what I think. I, I think you know, at least for the first game, you know, for the first. 30, 40, 50 minutes, you know, he's just going to try to, you know, let them do what they can do, you understand, to just for us to be able to break out, you know, from from the wings. And just to Steve's point, you know, about swapping the wings with Vinicius, I actually think opposite of that. I think, you know, playing Rodrigo and let the whole focus be on the, uh, you know, on the left side with, I don't know, Diaz and, you know, Walker trying to deal with, with, with Vinicius Jr. and just, you know, on this Rodrigo. And honestly, Rodrigo has been in, from, I don't know if Steve has seen him of recent, like when he's played at least for the past couple of games, honestly, uh, he's been in really, really fine form, although he's playing out of position, obviously. So I think, you know, that opportunity of running at Nathan uh, Ake, Nathan I think it's it's something that is, you know, a very, very, you know, interesting, something that makes you salvage, honestly. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. But I think we're going to still play, you know, a low block and give them the initiative, even at home. Well,
1: who's going to stop the, the robot? Who's going to stop the robot up front?
3: Bro, the man, gods, I mean the, the thing gods. is the thing the thing is, Steve, like I mean, I said to say that as well, no one is gonna stop the robot. Like, I'm not expecting yeah. anyone it's to just stop. It's just him. impossible. you <laughs> you understand. So it's not a problem that I have no counts about it, that. It's like well, Cristiano, man. Really like to we score. are one nil down before the game even starts. If,
0: exactly. That's just a fact. We gotta just be, you know, keep it at a buck. But okay, man, like quickly coming on to us, right? Like, how do you think we are gonna set up? Like, is it gonna be Rudiger and and Alabad center back? Um, God. Fede. At right wing, like like in all the big games, like your take?
2: Yeah, I I think uh, there's a good thing over here. It's like it's there's a difference between how I think they'll set up and how I want us to set up. So I'll probably try mm. and answer how I want us to set up. So for me personally, I think uh, the biggest worry is how City play. You know, if they play with the WM, I think it's a no brainer that we go with Chuamini and you know uh, add in Valverde, Modric, and Cruz in the midfield. Uh, we gotta create those overlords over there. And if you watch City when they're attacking, right, when they're in the transition phase, they have these their box-to-box players, and you know uh, De Bruyne and Gundogan. They really push up into the box. So mm-hmm. I guess, and the, you know, they create overloads over there because you only have four four defenders facing against five attackers with their wingers as well. And the wingers will try and stretch the fullbacks out. So I think in these moments it is key that we have Chouhameny and Valverde, you know, adding up the numbers, beefing up our presence in the box, and you know, uh, uh, countering the, def- the their offense, so for me mm. personally, I think uh, the way to go would be with four midfielders and you know Benzema and Vinicius up top. But if Walker plays and like Big Steve pointed out, I think it's, uh you know Cal Walker is not uh, really familiar with playing you know uh, the inverted fullback in Yeah, so I think if that happens in, later on as the match progresses, I would consider you know taking one of Modric Cruz off and bringing on Rodrigo. That would mm. that would be the, the way I would go.
0: Mm right see uh this is the thing you know like we always want us to set up a bit more aggressively but we all know carlo was better like we found out that last year Farouk found out that the hard way last year but you know it is what it is but steve um see man like i've i've talked about city so much that i forgot about gundagan like I, in my opinion he was the catalyst for you guys scoring that that um um goal in uh at the barn about on the second leg you know his reverse pass to if I'm not mistaken. Was it De Bruyne or Fernandino? I'm not sure. Bernardo,
2: Bernardo, Bernardo,
0: Bernardo, Bernardo. Yeah, like it was, it was, it was mad. But, um, from your perspective, from the city perspective, like how would City approach this game and what should City do to actually get an upper hand?
1: I just, I'd, uh, it depends how Real Madrid are going to play. Like I said before, we've got a system mm. where if you press us, um, we can go long. Edison can dink it into the pockets and we can attack you and break. We did it at Bayern Munich a lot. Um, we can go down that route. But other than that, we can be patient and calm. We can keep the ball. We can re- re- recycle it well. Um, and when we've got the big power on the pitch up front, you've always got a chance with him. As long as, We've just got to make sure that if we do get in and around the box, we don't overpass it. We get the ball in the box uh, early and get 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 uh, early on the ball, some nice touches and that. But I just believe we're going to be a lot calmer. We're not going to be a lot. Uh, we're not going to be forcing it as much because we don't want to get caught out. I do believe we'll be steady and try and take control of the game. We're going to ride the pressure a lot, I think. But I do think that counter attack option, especially with Harland, if if, if you go gung ho and you and in, in, say you cross it into the box and and, and it breaks on the edge. And we can get it fast up the field, I think. If you leave Erling Haaland in, in any space for him to run into and Kevin De Bruyne can find it, that's where we got to hurt you, I think.
2: Yeah, I think on transition, especially, you know, with the pace of Haaland, and I think we're going to be making yeah. the pace of Militao, right? And neither Rudiger nor Alaba, you know, they they are that fast, like, especially not Alaba. But it, so I think that's going to be a really important, you know, countering that counter But Rudiger
0: is my biggest worry, man. Like, how how is he going to cope with Haaland? I have no idea, honestly. Yeah, personally, <laughs> no so, idea.
2: Personally, for me, that's the biggest way, right? You know, you oh. and, uh, against Erling Haaland. I think if we had a we'd have gone into this with a lot more confidence. But, you know, given the situation, given Milita picking up that stupid booking. And I think personally, for me, that was not even a yellow card, right? Because yeah. I, I don't think he, he tackled that Chelsea player. So I think mm. that's that's going to be a big,
1: big. Ch- a big you goal. see Chelsea at the minute, Chelsea are awful. Like, awful absolutely awful and they're uh, you know they're really bad I just I just, we we're confident I think the British media are, are um, the British media are, are talking City up a lot thinking City's going to do it um, obviously us as City fans I know what we're we're up against it's it's, it's the hardest game out there and, and um, we've just got to go and, and hopefully get it this year last year you done it fair play this year we need a bit of revenge in my opinion yeah, for
3: me probably. Yeah, you know, it's, it's just as Pep said, you know, like the point is to win this tournament, you just have to go through. So that's just it, you know. So that's the thing. And as you said, like, that's a good thing, you know. You guys have been there, have done it, have felt what it feels like. So I feel like a lot of, you know, the British pundits, you know, they just rely on what you said earlier. Like, they look at the league and, like, oh, what United defeated this Barcelona. How is this team, like, one million points ahead of Real Madrid? So, like, you know, that just equals Real Madrid. is shit, you understand? So, well, as you said, like, you guys know what it is, like, you know, it's different, it's a whole different thing. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I can understand why, you know, the British media I just, you know, hyping and see what's this But It is what it is, man. It's, it's, it's...
1: And we're playing Leeds tomorrow, so Sam Allardyce and his Leeds boys might come and kick us to shit, so we might have a load of interest.
0: Sam Allardyce was talking the talk, you know, like comparing himself to Pep and Klopp. Fair play to him, man. Like, big Sam deserves his plaudits, bro. Like, his, his waistline, at least, you know, deserves some plaudits. But yeah, exactly. um, coming into this game... To, to kinda, kinda to kind of get to the concluding part of this this preview. <clears throat> there is some tension between the both the clubs. You know, like when I was re-watching the second leg, like, the way you know, um, was it was it Laporte and uh, Modric who had a uh, you know shoving shove off, you know, like in, in, in the middle of the pitch yeah. after Casemiro bought down uh, KDB or something. So there is a bit of tension, and I think it is it is it is only fairly right. That uh, Bernardo Silva came with the revenge talks. Can you enlighten us about that? Like, do you think that's a bad idea, Steve?
1: No, I think if the players are thinking that, and that I'm definitely thinking that as a fan, so I'm all for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I want to be, you know, the, last year Casemiro should have been sent off for the a few times. He, he got he got involved in it. Um, I don't think at, at the Bernabeu you're ever going to get them decisions, but. Um, we just not got. To, we just got to learn by it and, and, and listen. We oh, what happened?
3: Steve was frozen. I guess. Oh, Steve frozen. Yeah, yeah, I think we lost him.
2: I think we lost him.
0: Something happened oh, okay.
1: to yeah, 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 yeah. We there? Oh, Steve's, back. Back. Steve's, Steve's back. back. Steve's back. Steve's back. Mine froze. Then mine froze. Um, last season, Atletico Madrid away they kicked the hell hell out of us. And yeah. We, we went toe-to-toe with them and we we, we got injuries and that, but we went toe-to-toe with them. A few years ago, we'd have lost that game because we didn't have the bottle. Now we have got the bottle and we went to Madrid and we had a fight there and we, we, we have to fight. I think we, we can go, if they want to go down, that if Real Madrid want to take it down that road, I think City will go down that road as well. But um I think the most important thing of the whole um, fixture... Is that the second leg is at
0: the Etihad? Let let me warn you again, Steve. Yeah, I I get your confidence. I I was wary as well because you know, like I was not confident for the very reason that you know the second reason, uh, the second leg is at the Etihad. But there have been fans, City fans, coming onto our videos, you know, like uh, in in the comments, uh, stating that you know, like good luck to you all. You guys would need it against our side, you know, because it was all that last year steve you can't write this team off can you
1: no no no. can you just can you just put it down to just sheer luck last year no you can't no 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 no. it was um it was deserved you keep going to the end you didn't give in and um we got caught with a sucker punch and then bang bang before we knew it we were were out and um we've just got to learn off that and it's literally two absolute world-class teams going toe to toe and um it's a 50-50 match people said it to me you know it's 50-50 you guys are confident in your team i'm confident in my team um would we both rather be playing a milan club each in the semi final hell yeah yeah but It's the look of the, you know it's the way it rolls and um like i said before i'm really enjoying it really enjoying it and the build up i'm looking forward to it it's it's just european heritage isn't it they say we've got no history, but we've had a few Real Madrid games over the last few years. We've had a few semi-finals, Paris Saint-Germain. So we're creating our own history at the minute. And, and and you know, these people that like to talk about Man City, we know history. Erling Haaland has just broke history. Pep Guardiola, if he wins the fir- this third title on the trot, that'll be history. Um, five out of six, that'll be history. So there's an awful lot of history being made now. So um, I'm living it, man.
0: A few years ago, if you would have asked me, I would have said, you know, City has absolutely no European pedigree. But I'll tell you, hands up, you know, like, hands down, um, the, uh, the semi-finals that we were put uh, pitted up against last year was one of the best games that I've seen in my life. And I think... You know what? Do you know what hit home, yeah. yeah,
1: I went to yeah. Bayern Munich, yeah? Bayern yeah. Munich, a big club, aren't they, with history, yeah? Big established club in Germany. Bully everybody. More absolutely. Everybody. Mafia, mafia. Yeah, mafia, yeah. They were shitting themselves. Shitting mm. themselves when they come mm. to the Etihad, they got destroyed. Mm. And we went out there. We had a party, mate. We had a party there, and then they don't like it because in in Germany they don't like Red Bull because it, it's scary that Red Bull might take them. Yeah. I, think <laughs> few, I think in a few years' time they will. And uh, they don't like they don't like uh, they don't like Man City, but Man City ain't going away, man. Man City ain't going away. We're not going anywhere. Erling Haaland is here to stay, and um, yeah, it's it's unreal.
0: Absolutely, the scope for nerve wracking spectacle. You know, uh, it's always in the script when we face off. Like it's there's something about it, honestly. Like with Liverpool, I have this spite against them. I don't know why it's their fans, fan base, uh, their ho- whole arrogance. I don't know. Klopp coming out and basically saying, you know, book the tickets for uh, book the hotels Istanbul. for Istanbul. Yeah, like all that, all yeah. that stuff. It just it doesn't make sense. But City, man, you got you gotta you know give them their uh, respects and and. Brace yourself! So what what will be you know a very uh, edge of the seat thriller,
2: but uh, yeah, If I may say something, I think uh, it's important to note that European pedigree is not just built by you know going and playing finals and winning Champions League. Absolutely, it's also built absolutely. by you know, playing in the semi-finals, reaching those later. In the players. early two thousands, Valencia
0: had uh, some European pedigree,
2: right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I, I think City have definitely done that, you know, and mm. the results they have, they are a team to be feared in Europe right now.
0: Mm hundred percent hundred percent on that note, I guess uh, we have to actually you know bring this preview to an end. It's been an absolute pleasure, Steve. Um, I'll be posting his uh, socials in the in the description. go check them out. Um, it's 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 been a long time coming like I said you know like it's uh, it, it's it, it's been a while I hope to do this often you know with Steve, but I know how busy he is and whatnot. Um, hopefully if we get time a second leg, Reviews also on the cards. You know, fingers crossed for that. You know, uh, we'll do it.
1: We'll do it. Hundred percent. We'll do it. Just uh, maybe one of you, one of you guys, or maybe why don't you come on my channel for one of them? We could. Do that. One, I think that. Why don't you come on really my channel between. and then and then what we'll do is we'll get you on my channel and we'll big you. I'll big you all up to the boys and we'll get you some new followers and that get people over there. But all I'm going to say to you guys is keep doing what you're doing, man. I know it's tough because I'm not. I'm, I I I find it hard to do what I'm doing and your proper people man, football people there's not a lot of football people in this world people do things for fucking likes and stupid things on this YouTube thing but in the end proper football people will shine through so this is what I'm saying to keep being consistent keep improving your shows where you can don't listen to the negative comments keep keep going as, 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 as a group, you support a fantastic club, try and make connections with other fans and other people in the clubs and that and listen Build it up and do something. And then one day, I'm sure we'll all get to a game together at the Etihad and you can be my guests and we'll all uh, have That'll a great be the time dream. in Manchester,
0: yeah? That'll be the dream. Yeah, yeah, S- some yeah.
1: good ribs as well, yeah, Steve. Some good ribs. steak. Some <laughs> yeah. ribs, steak, whatever you guys want, man.
0: <laughs> Honestly, when, I, when we actually got on Samuel Marston, Steve was the first guy I sent a thumbnail to. And he said, wow, that's impressive. You know, so... Yeah, man. Like anything big and positive happening here, it's you know it'll be uh, run by, run through run by through with Steve you know, before before we actually uh, make it official. But yeah, man, Farooq and Hoke, It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Um, one of the biggest yeah, really. games, you know.
2: Yeah, it's always a pleasure to talk to Steve, right? You know, even last time he was here, it was a fun preview, and this one as well. You know, no, brilliant.
1: it's good, guys. I'm looking forward to it, and uh, pleasure. Thanks for having me on, and I appreciate it. In, in, in a bit,
0: Steve, hopefully uh, we'll be talking about the second leg in, in similar circumstances, you know, not with one team having the edge, hopefully.
1: hopefully. <laughs> we'll, do, we'll, do a, we'll do a preview uh, We'll do a preview on your guys' channel and then I'll line one up for my channel and we'll get we, all, all three of you guys come on mine and we'll, we'll, we'll have a bit of on there.
0: Let's go, let's go, let's go. That'll okay, be that's complicated, good, complicated. that's good. So on that note, I hope we get the job done, man. Somehow the burn above, take a healthy lead back to the Etihad. That's, that's my only prayer. That's my
1: only prayer on the <laughs> <laughs>